All right, cool. Well, we can uh, edit all that stuff out, and we can kind of just get into it if you want. Yeah, let's do this. We can keep some of it. Some of that shit was good. Yeah. We'll see what people think. People will be like, oh, wow. This really has no like, wow. no direction at all. fucking wild, yeah. Yeah, dude. Well, yeah. hell, we uh, decided to start a podcast today. I'd say that's a pretty pretty big move. Yeah, I'm down. I think it, I think it was interesting that we were both into it. Yeah, like on the same the same day. Is this what our second time talking besides mm-hmm. Instagram? Yeah, just Fuck bullshitting. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah, dude. Let's see what let's see what we can get into. Maybe, we, right. should, maybe well, we should let people know, you know, where you're based, where I'm based. Well, all shit, that, all that you? shit. My shit, my my saga might be a little bit longer with the whole motorcycles and. Hundred percent, hundred percent about the, the cycles. So, or you know, let's figure it out. But after you. Cool. Yeah. Well, shit. I am currently. Flagstaff, Arizona, up in the pine. Just taking it easy. Moved here. Shit, moved to Arizona about years ago from St. Louis. Grew up in in the ghetto, you know? And then now I live uh, basically on a compound with goats and chickens and hippie kids. Motorcycles and dirt bikes. Yeah, it's totally, totally different. Yeah. But it's definitely, definitely where it's at. And I decided, I guess we can kind of go into what got me into motorcycles. I mean, my whole life I've been riding dirt bikes and ATVs and, and whatnot, but I never, for some reason, never got the ball. All my friends had them. I had a little ninja. I'd have been like, what's the lowest CC ninjas? Like a 300? Over here, uh, we got two fifties. Two fifties, yeah. I think yeah. I think I had like a little two fifty or three hundred. It was technically my roommate's. Uh, that was about the only bike I ever rode. He actually cut his Achilles tendon. Oh fuck, dude! I've always been so scared of doing that. It's <laughs> such a painful thing to do. Yeah, he decided to take it for a rip in the cul-de-sac after it had rained. Dumb. And it just slid out from underneath him. And, you know, I don't really know exactly what happened, but he was on crutches for like nine months. So I got to ride his bike while, while he couldn't. And honestly, I wasn't a huge fan of it. I know you like, I know you like stuff. You like all bikes, but I know you like stuff like that too, you know? Yeah. I mean, I'm not a huge Kawasaki fan. I had an 07 Ninja. That was like, I'm not going to call it my first motorcycle because it was, it was really like my, my uh, I'll call it my second. I had an 07 Ninja 250. I uh, bought it from some kid, wasn't running. Like, shit, dude, that shit took me like a week to get running. And I paid registration on it, and it was like, the, so I went to the DMV and I you paid read, Let me guess, you bike. registered it before it even ran? Dude, like a dumbass. So I registered it, and I got my permit, like, all on the same DMV trip, right? And then I go back home, and this is really before I really knew dick about motorcycles. And I'm wrenching it on, and I clean the fucking carbs, new spark plug, like, and the gas tank's full of rust, like, Man, and I just keep and, and, and I keep cleaning out the gas tank, but um, you know I don't I don't do a good enough job. Is basically what it what it is coming down to, and I kept gumming up the carbs for a whole fucking week. And like because of the gas ordered, tank like, being because of the yeah, it was hella rusty and hella nasty. Yeah, because all that shit's like, just I, gonna flow. 
straight into the fucking carbs. Yeah, and dude, I cleaned the carbs hella times, and like I just could not figure this shit out. And I ended up ordering a used gas tank from another ninja, and I slapped it on with some fresh gas and like cleaned the carbs for like the twelfth time, and like it fired right up. And I literally yelled like out of excitement when that shit fired up. I remember it's kind of like how you were how like you were thing. you were trying to tell my dumbass that if I do a slip on exhaust, I'm still gonna need to tune it. Yeah, and you, dude, and you sent me. Like, info of that podcast where they were talking about uh what was it nartok yeah yeah nartok yeah you, you said those dudes are fucking smart very cool dudes and it, it was it was funny shop. because he like went through all that trouble to find out what was wrong not the thing they did was a slip on exhaust just like the only thing yeah, just to change was the gas yeah dude it's just some just something dumb it's always and something stupid too. and apparently buying broken bikes is something we both like to do now yeah, dude, it's a major hobby of mine. Fuck, man. Like It's oh, it's weird, you know. I'm yeah. I'm usually pretty picky about about things that I buy and but I tried not to be a spoiled bitch when it came to to my first motorcycle. I just went on Craigslist and and found a $500 Honda and I was like, "Oh, that that looks cool." And then come to find was out Was it was it the CB? Yeah, the CB have the carb okay, store. Okay, okay. The carbs for. Yeah, that's the first bike. By the way, if any, if anybody ends up listening to this, I'm I'm doing Ian's. I'm cleaning out and rebuilding Ian's carbs as we speak. So yeah, that uh, those carbs lit my bike on fire. So <laughs> they, they definitely need some work, to say the least. But, but, but we're but, gonna get it handled. It's all good. Very good hands. I, I trust you. But back to like yeah, kind of where I came from. I grew up in the city. I grew up around a bunch of like. Hood dudes that love, you know, ripping ATVs in the streets and dirt bikes. Yeah, I was going to ask you about that. Like, dude, like, so dirt bike life in the street is like what you grew up around. Yeah, that that's real. I mean, single. That's rad. Apparently, yeah. they, apparently, now that I'm getting more into the scene and like stunt stunt bikes and stuff like that, apparently St. Louis mm-hmm. is like stunt city. That's like yeah. where it all goes, where it all goes down. So I was introduced into motorcycles that way and also like through some friends that had you know, land and we'd always get on the ATVs and, and dirt bikes, but I don't know, man, something about it. I always felt a little, a little worried, even though I have reckless tattooed across my knuckles, something about the motorcycles to me was just like, this is going to be a fucking death sentence for me. And I think it's because at that age, you know, this is 10 plus years ago. I definitely wasn't in the right mind to own a motorcycle. I would myself for sure. What about ten plus years ago? Yeah, like so. But now I, yeah. now I, I, you know, I do something stupid. I at least know I'm doing it. Back then, I didn't know if I was. Stupid. Yeah, I mean, I've definitely relaxed my riding over the years, but I still, you know, I still like to push it every now and then. I'm not gonna lie. And I like, had the opportunity there's, yet. <laughs> there's there's certain people that I will ride hard with, certain people that I like to cruise with, but. I definitely think that I just, I ride hardest alone, and there's a lot of people that agree with me. So you got your first. Uh, I say that. How old were you? I was 30 when I got my first bike. Oh, dude, I haven't even been I haven't been haven't even been riding that long. So I'm 24, right? I got my first bike in like right uh, November 2018. I want to say November so a few 4, years ago. 2018. Yeah. Yeah, well, you've, been, you've been putting work. You haven't stopped. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I've been, I've been with the, the old piece of shit motorcycles. It was a 1974 Kawasaki G3SS. It's a 90cc two-stroke rotary valve. Was that that uh the red one on your page, right? 
It was uh, it was it was hella old. It was hella far down my page. Um, there's plenty of pictures of it now because you know we started it, so I figured I should re repop the pictures up. But um, it was an orange bike, little cafe looking thing from the '70s, like dirt knobby tires. Like I said, 90 cc two stroke. But it so never like ran. How many? How many really horses? Well. Is that like twenty? Uh, maybe not. Nah, maybe like not even ten or like twelve. <laughs> I don't even know. It's so like a lawnmower. Hear this. It, yeah, somebody's going to hear this and be like, not even, that shit's eight. <laughs> but, um, it, you know, it never really ran well for me just because it probably had a lot of crankshaft seals and, and all that. And I mean, it ran and I got to ride it to work a few times and all that. But where's it at now? After that, I still have it, but um, it lived out, they lived at a friend's shop for a bit and that friend ended up pulling out the motor and like, that's a whole other story. But I, the motor's gone, whatever. So I th- I got plans to put another two stroke in it. I got eyes on like a YZ80 motor, like dope, dope. Kind of, kind of like something water cooled, but that's more expensive. So, you know, you know, I'm into the vintage. Yeah, for shit, for so. people that don't really understand the difference between water cooled and air cooled, can you like give a little uh, bit of of an explanation? Uh, oh yeah, I mean, well, well I mean, a water cooled motor or just like a two stroke, or you know, I'll just go water cooled, air cooled motor. Air cooled just just relies on the ambient air around it as you're driving and as you're idling at a red light to cool the engine. And so those ones, you, those don't have overflow, obviously. Yeah, I mean, yeah, there's no, there's no type of. I mean, most of the time, you, they, you can have like an oil cooled motor. I mean, they're they're all obviously oil cooled because there's oil running through them. But sometimes sure. they have big, big like oil coolers on them. Per se, yeah, and which and call, people like, like to oil cooled. People motors. like to put dope little ones on the bikes out of old. Whatever. Yeah, and it's smart. Yeah, and it's a smart move. Yeah, and I've seen people, and I've done this. I I had a katana that um, um, I had like a little fan on the oil cooler because it, that was an oil cooler motor. That was an oil cooled motor, and they called that shit the oil boilers back in the day because they just ran so fucking hot. Really? Mm-hmm. Yeah, and like you great see all those guys, uh, you know, like Lane Split Boulevard. Oh yeah, dude. dude, dude they do like the jammers and bottles and stuff. Yeah. Well, that's okay. Yeah, so that's for like that's for a water cool motor, and that is like water jackets running through the head and the block, yep. and a water pump that obviously just pumps cooling through the fucking. Cool. Uh, I don't even know if I should be explaining this. You asked me to explain both, but I guess I can explain. <laughs> <laughs> some people, hey, some people don't know. I'm sure we're gonna have some, some people, people don't know listening. You know that are just follow me because of my photography, or yeah. follow, follow you because of whatever. You know what I mean? Yeah, you never know. So, so your first bike, but there we you go. were how old? You were like, you were 22 and it was a, uh, a piece yeah, of shit, I was, huh? like, I was like 21. I think it was a piece of shit, but God damn, dude, it taught me so much. I slapped a new chin on that thing, upgraded the, you know, the carb, jetted it, like spark plug, changed the head gasket, trying to fix it. And it was a rotary valve two-stroke. And I was such a dumbass for buying that for my first bike. Like, What'd you pay? Doing? Like 500 bucks. Yeah. <laughs> But check it out. That's what so you're going to get. Who own, the dude who owns that, who sold me that bike, his name was Gil. And he and um, he runs a, a shop called Bottom Shelf Bikes here in San Rafael. Shout out. And like, he's, yeah, super shout out. He's super OG with the bikes, like vintage shit. He works on like Butacos, Yamaha RD400s, Cowie Triples, all that wild shit. Oh, the like, triple. I, thought, I think I saw a picture of that. Yeah. Yeah, dude. That he's real ready. solid. Yeah, he's he's great with bikes and so like he sold me that thing and it was giving me troubles and the whole time i had it he never he never shied away from giving me help so he's real well great you're lucky because the person i bought the cb400 from uh a local dude around here he goes by honda tim but he rides harley 
so it's kind of weird. He yeah. he completely fucked me over. I paid him, you know, X amount of money, and you, I mean, you got the carbs in front of you. You see, you see the issue. That was yeah, that was dude. the first thing I paid him was a hundred bucks to to fix the carbs, and you know, there was other things that need to be needed to be worked on before the bike was even roadworthy. So I didn't know at the time when I got the bike back that the carbs hadn't been fixed. Yeah, he, no he fired he fired it up, drove it around the block, and then left. And then couple, I think the second day I took it out, I got like a quarter mile down the road, stopped, pulled over just to check it out, make sure nothing was going wrong. And of course, it's just dumping fuel out of the float bowl. And that's, oh, that's dude, when that's I, not... that's when I knew yeah. it was going to be a, a project. Yeah, no fucking kidding. See, I worked at a vintage shop, um. And like whenever I did a carburetor rebuild or anything, we took it on an extensive test drive. And, you know, we can't just take that thing around the block and expect it to be okay. Yeah, I know. He he, he told me he was going to ride like it up to me. He said he was going to ride the bike to me. And then the day of, he's like, I'm actually just going to trailer it. Uh, it's pretty hot out. And I was, you know, instantly I'm sitting here thinking, this guy's full of shit. <laughs> but yeah. Uh, yeah. I'm, I mean, I'm happy with it. It's bro. taught me a lot of patience there's been days where it's where it has ran and it's you know it's got me around town and been able to enjoy it but it's one of those things i think i think everybody should build a bike even if like it's just just like what you had that first little you know 90 cc or 70 cc whatever it is somebody should build they should get a piece of shit bike for and be really stressed out for months on end and then you know yeah, no kidding, dude. All my bikes have been pieces of shit. Like I've been, that's no, no fucking exaggeration. So I had that, and then, so like in between all this shit, I had little mopeds, and I had a Suzuki FA50 that was my boy Tyler's, and like his parents, I think, bought that from the dealership back in the day, and I got that thing not running with no front tire or wheel on it, <laughs> and I got all the parts, and I put it, put it together, and got it running, and that taught me a lot about two strokes too, and like. I was running it with no air filter, no cover, slapped the cover on it. It was fucking got like 10 miles, 10 uh, miles per hour fast out of it just because that's how like the two strokes and weird scooter shit works. And then like I was messing around with a lot of uh, Yamaha QT50 mopeds for a while. Like I have a friend who ports the top end. So, so I you, you like the mopeds. Like, like once you like really yeah, get, once you get, oh, it, yeah, once you get into them, they're kind of cool. Dude, dude, I had a Yamaha I mean, you're not going to look like a fucking badass on one, but that's not the point. Holy shit! My I had one that went 57 miles per hour after I, I'm sorry, like worked over the motor. Oh, absolute death trap! Like not safe at all, but it was awesome. Yeah, I saw today. I saw a guy pull up to uh, this used sports store on like a 1980s moped, and he was sitting there trying to start it for like 20 minutes. He had to throw it oh, on. Man. He had to throw it on the center stand. He was like blowing off spark plugs. It just it made me feel yeah. really good about about my decisions. Yeah, they're a pain in the ass, but once you get them dialed in, they're hella fun. Yeah, I was big into the mopeds. And then, what? yeah, so we talked about my 07 Ninja. That thing was a piece of shit. That was shit. your tech, but I, your I, second biking. That was my second bike because I had that little G3SS. Dude, but I rode the fuck out of that thing. I rode it from, I live in Santa Fe to San Francisco for reference. That's about a 20 mile uh, trip from here to there. So that my commute, 40 mile round trip. 
and I rode that shit for like eight months hard. That's a 250cc. That's mostly freeway, and I was gassing at like 80 miles per hour. So that's at like wide fucking 10,000 RPM, dude. Wide fucking up, dude. <laughs> on that engine, that shit is not okay, and it ended up blowing up. But uh, that's okay. Hey, whatever, yeah. whatever you got to do. Yeah, it lived a good life. What are you? Uh, really. What are you on right now? I got my SR500. Um, and I got this 2007, they're called the Hyosums GT 250s. It's like street, a Korean bike. bike. Yeah. It's a street bike, triple disc brakes. It's called awesome brakes. I actually just changed out the lines. Do you think 92. if I get a street bike, I'll be. Yes. Okay. That's how it works. I know. Cause well, yeah, I'm, like, just... I'm like, so I'm just trying to be this cool, like, yeah, man, I just want to build toppers and cruise, but I know deep down inside of me, if I get on something that's going over an hour easily is going to be it's going to be an addiction there's 100 mile per hour trappers and harleys and all that yeah that, you know, that costs you... that costs real money dude no that i mean <laughs> that's true but yeah street bikes are the fastest i mean the cheapest way to go fast like even my katana i got that thing for free and just did a car clean on it and had to like I, it was hot wired for a little i've always bit, been drawn to the ducatis are cool bikes i know that's kind of just like cliche for people that, you know, it's like a childhood thing. You just remember seeing them and you remember hearing about Ducatis and it was like Ducatis and Ninjas and those were kind of like all you ever heard about in high school. As far yeah, as, I don't think as far there's as anything like cliche as far as like being into motorcycles. I think it's just like cool to be into them. And exactly. Ducati no, yeah, are, no, totally. Cool. Yeah. I've like never, cool. That's uh, like a cool fucking bike to, to be into. Like those are cool belt driven, like dry clutch. Like I like the monsters. I like the 600, the 900 SSs. Those are all fucking cool bikes. Yeah. I've no, I've noticed that the, the community, the motorcycle community is, is fairly welcoming. Of course you got some people that are in it for, for other, for other things. And I get, I totally get that, but it's definitely a really good feeling when you, when you see somebody else on a bike passing you and, you know, you give each other that love and there's just something about it. Yeah, it's cool. Like out here, it's uh, you definitely have like the older people on their Harleys that don't wave and shit. And I'm not just bagging people on their Harleys. You can be older people on any type of motorcycle. For sure. Don't like to wave because they're just yeah. Old. Fuck Harleys. Just kidding. And then, <laughs> yeah, no, really. Fuck Harley. Fuck Harley people. This is a fucking moped. Worse. Moped podcast. Yeah, see, okay. This is a moped podcast. Turn it off now if you write anything else. <laughs> But I know okay. what you. I know what you mean. You got some dudes yeah. who are just like no, who you like got some fucking there's some old dudes who are like seven years old and they're just, they just think they're the shit. They got their la- their lazy boy on wheels. Yeah, and that's cool. With, and the, whatever, with their man, like, you just yeah, you got their attitude and whatever. But for the most yeah, part, uh, my lady's cool. dad he rides he rides in an MC up here, and obviously most of those guys, it's most of those guys rides har- 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 ride Harleys. I feel like if if you ride anything else, you're almost like not allowed in an MC. Yeah, I mean, I, that's why I'm trying know, to like, I'm trying to start some sort of riding club or something up here for people that don't want to, you know, subscribe to to the whole MC lifestyle. Yeah, I, you know, I'm not I'm not I'm not knocking it or anything. Fuck I think no, it's cool. Like, I got to be careful in case in case he's listening. Hell's an, Hell's Angels and all that. Like, I think that shit's badass, but it, it's not for me. Yeah, that's for sure. Did you ever uh, watch any of the Hunter S. Thompson stuff with him with the Hell's Angels? No, I haven't. Oh man, you gotta check that out. He, I'm, I'm alright. I'm, I'm, I'm gonna write that down. Yeah, he like not infiltrated, but he basically partied and became an unofficial Hell's Angel, and he did like 
photos and videos like with them. Cop or something? Or no, Hunter S. Thompson from to... Fear and Loathing. The guy who wrote oh, Fear and like Loathing. Yeah, the guy who wrote Fear and Loathing and a bunch a bunch of other great stuff. But yeah, yeah, it's a trip, dude. And then they like turned on him. They beat the shit out of him. And... Oh, that's fucked up. But he got real close with them because he was like a, a, cra- a crazed writer. And they loved they loved the way he wrote and like the way that he portrayed them, you know. Yeah, but yeah. then he started ex- exposing some things about them that they didn't they didn't quite like. But pretty well, pretty well, pretty interesting shit. While we're on the topic of fucking Hell's Angels, one of my boys, Chris Franco, shout out to him. He's taught me a shit ton about motorcycles, and you can ride the hell out of one, too. But uh, I know he'll listen to this. Hey, we're going to have to feature him on this, too, soon. Yeah, anyways, that, that, back that, to that. No, yeah, no, no, totally. That's uh, something I was going to let you know and let you know, let the people know that we're going to be – we're going to have some people on here, too. It won't just be us all the time. So. Definitely. Because I've been, I've been meeting some, some rad people, and they do stunts, or they build bikes, or – you know, whatever it may be. And I think it'd be cool to get some other people on here too. But what I was going to say about Chris is that he bought this, this X Hells Angels Harley one time. I don't want to say it was FXR cause I don't know for sure. I'd have to check his Instagram or some shit, but it was a four speed. I want to say it was like a over a hundred cubic inch motor or some shit like that. I mean, he said it just ripped dude. The thing hauled ass and, like just crazy, crazy built motorcycles, super fast. X X Hound X Hell's Angels bike. Yeah, I, I I know someone who was talking to me about it's actually a person that I just took some photos of. I met him at a bar in Flagstaff. He had just got back from Sturgis and he he bought a bike and I guess he went to a club that he didn't know was an MC club and he pulled up on a brand new bike. They told him he was good to go, blah, 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 blah. But then the president was like, where'd you get your bike? And, you know, like har- kind of harassing him about yeah, where he got his it. Ass. Yeah. And yeah. he was like, it's too new for you to be riding. Like, are you a cop? Because it was like a brand new bike. Oh, whoa. Really? Yeah. He was, he was like, where'd wow. you get it? How new is it? Who are you? It was just like all the, it was kind of funny that, you know, they'll check you for that type of shit. Or if you buy a bike That's from weird. someone that used to be in an MC they may have seen that bike around before and they may not. I understand that. Like buying a, buying a bike that used to be in an MC and like, yeah, he just pulled up. I think he was in New York. That's weird. He was on in New York and he was at like a a club that I guess on a certain night they turned it into like an MC club, you know? Yeah. And they were like, not, not feeling it. (laughs) That's fucking. They're like, your bike's way too new, bro. You're way too, way too new. You must be a cop. Exactly. It's just, it's just a new bike, dude. Yeah, man. So, uh, how, are you have you uh, thought about like doing any of those events, like Sturgis or uh, Go Fast Don't Die is doing one right now. I can't think of the name of it. It's out by Devil's if Tower. If I was too. gonna do like a moto event, it'd be something with my lady because she rides too. I taught her to ride like not too long ago. Nice. I just got she Sierra started. on the bike two days ago. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. How's she liking it? I didn't let her go over ten miles an hour. That's all right. That's the <laughs> way to start. Yeah, she wasn't my getting girl out started of first on a little. My girl started on a Rebel 250, and we just got our KZ 400 like a few weekends ago. And nice. Cruises up. Yeah, I felt kind of bad because I was I was uh, teaching her on the Suzuki Savage 650, which isn't like huge, obviously. Yeah, but it's just like a big ass dumper. Exactly. Exactly. So I was like definitely a little nervous of her even 
even getting on it. She needs to get on like a little, like you said, like a little 250 dirt bike or something, like a little pit bike. And just yeah, pick, just girl. figure out the motions, you know, of, of shifting and, and brakes. Yeah. Because it's overwhelming, was on man. a little 110 with a clutch for a little while, too, and that helped her. She put in like probably like three hours combined seat time with a 110 with a clutch, and yeah. that should help. It's just, it it's, is hella overwhelming. When you get like, on it, think and you're trying to easy, figure everything like, out. Yeah. <clears throat> So which uh, which event would you do? Uh, it's called the Vintage One Thousand. Oh, dude, hundred percent. I've been following that yeah. page. Yeah, I, and I would do XT five an XT five hundred, which is just so my same Yamaha as my SR, but it's just like the off road dual sport, like a scrambler. Bridge. Yeah, it's just big ass, you know, dirt tires, beefier forks, drum brakes. Shout out Vintage One Thousand. That thing is dope. Yeah, that's a, that's dude, a that dope event. Man. That's super super cool event. Or even like the five hundred because like yeah, and some people show far, up with but... some people show up with bikes that like you typically wouldn't take on something a thousand miles. Dude, and some they dude is doing it with like a nineteen thirty seven fucking you know whatever bike. I can't. I don't even know what the name it is, but it's like some hella old army bike. And I'm like, damn, shout out you, dude. Yeah, he was probably haggard after it. And don't hard. you don't you have to wear the same outfit? Yeah, I th- yeah. I th- there's some there's some weird ass rules because like I feel like they always post on their a picture. Instagram right now. I have Instagram open in front of me. Yeah, they always post a picture like first day and last day. And it's the same outfit, but it's just full of like blood and oil and dirt. Dude, and the repairs that they do on the fucking the trail are crazy. Like bikes on toilets that they find out there. Dude, the guy that rebuilt his. You see, there's a dude that rebuilt his motor like this while they were like in the mud. Full full rebuild on like a CB three fifty twin or whatever, just fucking nutty. Yeah, that's a cool event. People should check that out for sure. Their Instagram is what? Uh, is it just vintage? It's just it's just vintage one thousand. Vintage one thousand. Yeah, we'll have just to we'll have to plug that. we'll have to plug our Instagrams as well, and anybody that we shout out, we can throw them in in the description yeah, sure. as well. Show some love. So you're out in Cali, California. Yeah, people hate Cali apparently. Yeah, I don't know why. It's really expensive out here. No, I mean, people hate when you say Cali, apparently. Oh, do you? I don't know. Anytime I've been like, yeah, we're going to Cali, they're like, don't say that. Oh, no, I don't mind. (laughs) You don't need to say the whole world. The whole word. I know. I just say AZ instead instead of Arizona. Yeah, that's what I do. But, man, what a trip, dude. So, what's what's your background as far as, you know mechanics or did you work on stuff as a kid were you super into you know taking shit apart and figuring Dude, it out so or... like since like kindergarten i've been in a hot wheels and shit like that and i've always been in a car and this, this is all gonna sound like a cliche like i've always been in cars <laughs> and shit and it's and it's nobody in my family like nobody no no my my pops or nobody's like that no no hot rods just laying around for me to stare at like i've just been in the hot wheels and playing with them and shit and looking at them on the tv and then I took, like, auto shop in high school, and I had some piece of shit, 92 Corolla in high school. And, like, I never I never came from having hella money or anything Did you like have to that. work on your own car in the shop? Uh, fuck, yeah, because I could not afford a mechanic. Like, when, when, shit hit, when shit really hit the fan, my parents helped me out with, with bills and stuff on the car. But, like, other than that, most of the time I worked in my own car, yeah. Damn. But, I mean, yeah. for, for the actual class, you would just work on your own car. No, they had like shop cars, but like if when I when my car needed something, I'll for sure do it in there. Like yeah, you're like fuck it. I might as well try and whatever. try and figure out what I'm what I need to do just for yeah. what I learned. Figure figure life out. Yeah, so I don't have to go pay for it. 
So, just so you're like a hundred bucks for an oil change. Your love for for engines and and for mechanics kind of started in in high school, it's, like. Yeah, I mean I, that shit's always been there since like since like first grade. I always knew that I was going to be a mechanic. Like I'm not even going to fuck around and lie with that. Like I, 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 yeah, first grade I knew that that I was going to be a mechanic. Like I've always loved engines and boats and trains, like anything that propelled itself. With all that typical boy shit. Cool. Yeah, no, yeah, like not even kidding. I had all like the model trains and all that shit, and then just like. Yeah, so I built all the mopeds and all that, and then I just I had a, I had VTR and then and the Katana, and now I got these other two bikes, and yeah. I and it's what it's what you do full time, right? You work. Yeah, 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 I, yeah. I work for Yamaha and Honda, and it's it's a Yamaha, Honda, and Husqvarna dealership. I'm I'm like a quality control person. It's just so you're making sure that test when things are done, that they're done correctly. Mm-hmm. I'm very I'm very glad that I sent you my carbs. Yeah, no problem. <laughs> well, yeah, and then before that, I was like, I worked at, a, I was a mechanic for like a vintage shop for a little while too. So, I'm like, I'm, I have had a cool uh, experience with the motorcycles, and I've got to ride and work on all sorts of different shit that I don't think a lot of people normally get to be around or ride. Yeah, there's you know, some like, of it on your page, right? People can check out. Yeah, there's a lot of it. Like there's like Cowie triples, like Moto Guzzi two stroke thingies, like all sorts of weird shit. Like a lot of Vespas. A lot so of Vespas. Vespas in my, yeah, like the old school. Yeah, what's shit what's Vespas, the deal with I that? Is is that just like a? That's just like, some you know like a, not cliche. I don't want to use that word again, but just kind of a typical moped. Like the no, one Vespa's when people like a when, scooter, like a, when people uh, think of scooters like, or mopeds, they think of like oh that's probably a Vespa. Uh, I mean, yeah, people probably just think because like Vespa's like the biggest brand out there. It's in all like, the movies and all that. Yeah, but like Vespas are the shit. Old school, like 60s and 70s, even like, mm, no, I don't think there's really any good 80s ones. But 60s and 70s, like the four-speed manuals, like, dude, you could build those up to like 200cc two-stroke, like fucking They can rippers. get it. Those things haul, oh yeah, hold wheelies, like they haul ass. <laughs> yeah, dude, they're crazy. Big carb, big pipe, like, yeah, real builds. Like big clutch and like strong clutch on them and everything. And this is when we cue that clip from the dude at Sturgis this year. Yeah, dude, seriously, fucking. <laughs> that dude is ridiculous. Dude. That dude's fucking tight. We'll have to, we'll have to figure out. You know, we'll have to get a little more high tech as as the episodes progress, and we'll yeah, have some we'll little buttons we can push and shit. Yeah, I'd have fucking sound. We'll have a soundboard. It's funny. The more I the more I've been riding, and the more I've been, you know getting into this community i'm i'm starting to appreciate anybody that just rides anything with two wheels yeah dude i don't give a shit i i you know all right well check it out when i first got into it i used to be hella biased and be like oh well all right so i always rode i always rode piece of shit bikes so i always fucking hated on newer bikes just because i was jealous and asshole and like then i grew up a little bit and now i appreciate everything and yeah then, you always some used people to have more money yeah exactly and that's just what the fuck it is and i just need to suck it up and now i do that and then I always, always we're broke, so we like have broke Harleys. shit. Yeah, fucking, that's just what it is. And then I always didn't like the Harley because they were kind of loud or whatever. But then I just got over everything. Now I'm with you, dude. I just like whatever the fuck is on two wheels. I think everything's cool. Yeah, I see someone like, throw I up ride... the peace sign riding by on a scooter. I'm like, what's up, dude? Dude, in my group that with I ride goggles with on that I've been introduced with is a Triumph, a Ducati. A Harley and a Suzuki nice. a DRZ, and it's some of the the coolest dudes and bikes ever. Which is the dopest bike, though? Oh shit! 
the Ducati. I ain't even gonna lie. Yeah. Yeah. It probably smokes them all too. Yeah, dude, he can ride like hell too, and they all know that. His name's Andrew. That motherfucker can ride. He he can pop a wheelie, and that thing's real nice too. Pretty bike. Yeah, I'm I'm trying to find my little crew up here, but Flagstaff is a college town, and I'm I'm kind of like not in the college scene. Obviously, I'm 30, so it's I'm like a little bit outside of that. There's either really young college kids on street bikes. I've seen a few bobbers and a couple, you know basically a few bobbers like dudes my age and then you got the old dudes on their fat boys and you know yeah so i'm trying to i'm trying to figure out you know a little crew out here some people that i can ride with because i mean obviously that's that's kind of part of the whole culture is having people that you go out and ride with yeah honestly i ride alone a lot too like i don't all those boys that's all i've done busy are busy a lot of the time so a lot of my riding is alone but shit dude like i don't even ride that often like anymore i try some, i try to ride every weekend but like i mean you drive to work right in a car dude i literally drive to work because i just ride all day long at work and like that makes me sound like people are gonna like, listen to this and, like <laughs> all you do is ride new motorcycles like fuck you like i literally ride at least well it's like Yamaha when you're a chef m10 a day like i'm not even kidding like it's, it's fuck, i'm spoiled dude. it's like My when you're a chef insane. dude and then you get home and you don't want to cook shit you just want to order pizza yeah dude no no lie like i walk by my motorcycles and now luckily everything i have right now runs and is registered like that's a first see that's a good feeling at least you know you can ride i think the worst thing is like what i was dealing with knowing yeah i was dealing with (laughs) the fact that every time i walk by it i'm like i want to ride this fucking thing but it's probably gonna blow up on me motorcycle anxiety is fucking scary like not knowing if your shit's gonna start or like wanting to go ride or having that shit be like your only mode of transportation or if you have a fat commute with traffic and you don't want to take your car i've i've had that shit before yeah i'm trying to get like your chain together dude i've put together the chain the jinkies way i've like hammered a pin back through links and that shit you already know that shit broke on the way to work oh yeah yeah my uh the cb400 doesn't have a kickstand it has a center stand that i don't know what i don't know i don't know I don't know what they did to it, but I have to use a bungee to, to hold it up. And if you hit highway speeds, that bungee usually oh, just ghetto, snaps. Fool. Get a spring. Just get a big ass. I bought a spring. You know how hard that bitch is to pull? Oh, I know. All right. Get, get a, get a uh, flathead fucking screwdriver or pry bar and pry it around the fucking bottom tab. Is it one like spring or two springs? It should, I don't know. Most of them are one. One, yeah. That's what it looks like. I'm just, I mean, I don't know, dude. I'll just send you the bike. Yeah, no, that's what, we, that's what you need to do. Ship me the bike. I don't know how much that would cost. Probably more than I paid for the bike. Probably. But, Probably. dude. Yeah, man, I'm, I'm trying to think of when the next time I'll be out there. Because I got to get a bike that, that's the thing, is everything I've got right now, obviously, since I'm just getting into it, isn't meant for, for long distance. I mean, you could do it, but it's going to be a lot of breaks. Yeah, you definitely. But then I see on forums, I see like I saw on a forum the other day, some guy was like 65, and he's like, "I go cross country all the time on my Suzuki Savage." He's like, "Every two every two hours, I stop." Great, they're they're just low compression, like fucking cruising. That's what one of my homies told me. When I when I test drove it, I was wondering what the hell is wrong with this thing, and then I realized that they call them big thumpers. Yeah. Cause I'm sitting here thinking like, this doesn't feel right. It feels, it feels like shaky and like, you know, 
louder than it should be. But apparently that's just that's just kind of the way they run because it's what a single cylinder. Yeah, just one big ass piston. That's how my SR is. The whole thing fucking vibrates. I got a nut and bolt check it every time before I ride it. I mean, fucking yep. Shakes loose. So have you ridden a Savage before? I've never ridden a Savage, no. But you... I, I've, wa- I've, wa- I've wanted one for a while. I'll probably get one in my in my, my lifetime. I like to cycle through bikes often. That's yeah. the one thing about me. I don't keep shit. It's like a year or two, huh? Not even. Not even, dude. It's like a month or two. I've, uh, yeah. Yeah, I don't know what I'm going to do when we fix that Honda up. I don't know if I'm going to keep it or, or sell it. I feel like it may be something that I just... I hold on to forever. There's no point selling something like that, you know, just, just have a little beater lying around. Yeah. I mean, it looks pretty nice from the photos. looks like you got like a cool little bag on the front and all that. Yeah. You know, all that hipster shit. Yeah. I keep my tools in it that I don't know how to use. Yeah. In case I break, in case I break down, which is most likely going to happen. You can take a photo with them on the side of the road. Exactly. And then call AAA. Yeah. (laughs) No, it'll be good after this. As long as your carbs are good and that shit's running well, dude. Normally Hondos are good, so I don't know what the fuck you're doing. But yeah, we'll I don't know. I don't know what I did. We'll, we'll figure it out. So what's... my VTR was so good to me. My little Honda VTR 250. It's a 250 V twin, and I I beat the shit out of that bike. You still have that? No, I blew it up. That's the one you blew up. Back. Yeah, I put yeah, that's, like, that's what I was going to ask you. What's the scariest experience you've had uh, on a bike? Mm, scary or maybe experience. most, maybe most recent, you know, like kind of sh- shook you up a little bit. I've been hit by a car, but like, cause knock on wood, I, I haven't had, I kind of keep pretty far away from everybody. And I think that's what a lot of people start to do. You know, you, you just, you take it easy and then you, you get it in when you can. Oh, you know what? One time when I was out in the back roads with my brother, um, I don't know, this is on the VTR. I was, I learned to do wheelies on that bike, but it was on the passenger peg, so I couldn't hover the rear brake. And I was just like doing a wheelie for way too fucking long in first gear, like 30, 30 seconds. And then I just way too far back and dropped it and just like belly flopped and broke off like the, the left side peg and the shifter and my handlebar was bent and broke off the clutch lever. Just like put the bike in neutral, got it to start, like uh, got it running, and then kicked it. And just you know, you can like clutch and shift the motorcycle. So I just like kicked it down in the first and just like shifted it all the way home. And like my pants were ripped open, like I was ripping out <laughs> blood out my fucking knee and shit. Like it was a gnarly scene, but I just got home because I just didn't want to deal with the cops. Yeah, I don't think I don't think anybody wants to deal with the cops. No, nope. that shit happens. Another time on the VTR, I was out riding. And like I hit a shady patch, and there was like water there. The bike slid, low slided, low sided the bike. And you hit these fucking trash cans, and it was like bowling, dude, because they were empty. They just boom and went like flying. It was crazy. And then me and my homie just drugged the the bike out from this uh, like little sewer ditch thing and rode <laughs> off. Yeah, I used to ride like a like a like a little savage, dude, like an animal. Like I just didn't care, but now I relax. Yeah, it's sure. it's nice to have moments, you know. Yeah, it's nice to nice to be alive. So, I'm definitely I'm definitely glad that I decided to get into this. I I think what made me what made me do it is is the whole COVID or whatever the whole quarantine thing. I I didn't really have shit to do. I you know I do photography full time, and that that kind of became non-existent for a while. And I just decided, you know what, fuck it. 
I had a little extra money, a little more money than I usually did. And I bought that piece of shit bike. And now I'm, I'm kind of screwed now. I'm, you know, I'm balls deep, dude. Yeah. Now you're, now you're into it. Yep. And I'm, I'm really grateful that it's weird that this is the one good thing, not the one good thing, but one of the good things that this whole, I guess, I don't even know what to call it. You know where I'm getting, you know what I'm getting at. This whole crisis has, has brought up upon me is motorcycles and and the community i'm I'm definitely super grateful for it yeah no kidding so you've only been in it since like the beginning of the quarantine yep march i think is when i bought the bike no shit yep now it all all makes sense yep now it makes sense now it all makes sense well the savage is good yeah i'm I'm happy with it i I couldn't what year is that thing again which one the savage to 2008 yeah, OA. I guess technically I shouldn't call it a Savage because they changed the name to like an S40. No, I like the Savage. But they never, the thing with that that model is they never changed anything on it except for, I forget what year they did it, but they switched it from a four-speed to a five-speed. I bet when, knock on wood, and whatever, little compression happens and the motor needs to rebuild, you can probably get like a 720cc kit for it. Big ass. Just beef it up. Ticket. Yeah, dude. That's what I plan on doing with my SR500 because I hear some top Just swap, end noise. Swap, there, there. swap it out for something bigger. Yeah, every time I change the oil, there's some little metal fragments. So I know that backfire though on the thing. I should that should be in our intro. Every time I I get home, yeah, I want a video of that. It is gnarly, and the funny thing is, uh, where I park the bike, it backs up to like this big open field, and then the woods. And there's one dude who's building a tiny house out there in the woods. And it sounds like a straight up twelve gauge shotgun, dude. I, I wonder why. So why does that shit happen again? I guess they they runs out lean. They made them lean to meet EPA requirements. That's so fucking weird. And I think it also has something to do with the way mine's louder because of whatever the previous owner did to the to the exhaust. You know, he drilled some extra yeah, holes he said in he it. Drilled some shit out or whatever. Oh yeah, you sent me pictures. He literally drilled pictures. In the yeah. Roof. So I mean, he drilled holes in the roof so it was it's super loud it's hilarious my uh my neighbors they love it the ones that live right next to me they think it's hilarious but i don't think that he enjoys it too much out there in the woods because he's trying to build this nice quiet tiny home and every morning i get home from getting coffee and it's just like bah. so just when you shut when you shut it off the motor literally like after a long drive like if i went spinning. down the road if i went a quarter mile it probably wouldn't do it but if yeah. I'm once I pull into the house from a you know a little bit of driving, I try to let it sit in neutral and see if that helps. But dude, it just it's loud. So, but but it it's like once the motor like literally stops spinning and there's no more exhaust noise coming out, it just Pops. bangs hella loud. Yeah, That's it must so be like weird. the fuel left in there. Man, that'd I'm, mean that it, that that it's running hella rich. I know, so that's why I'm like, I don't fucking get it. But apparently it's a thing. On all the forums, people talk about how, how much they love it and how much they miss it whenever they get rid of it. Yeah, no, when you told me about it, I looked it up, and they're like, yeah, it's called the, the, the aftershock. But it's the greatest, it's the greatest thing at restaurants. When Every time you pull up to a restaurant or go grocery shopping, you know? Yeah. I always try to make well, sure I'm there's sure. like an old, old lady walking behind me. I'm sure it's just like a straight down pipe, so maybe it is just hell extra fuel in there. I don't know, man. I'm I'm glad I got that that little thing. I'm trying to figure out. I've been looking at. I know it's. We just kind of 
talked about this a little bit, but I've been looking at shovel heads and pan heads and, you know, kind of daydreaming a little bit of something, something else that's going to cause me a lot of trouble once I learn a little bit more. That'd be cool. The Harleys are cool. I got respect for the Kickstarter Harleys. Something about the Kickstart. I Uh had a, uh, literally for like 24 hours, I didn't even fucking put a wrench on it. I had a 68 Harley. I think it was a Sportster or whatever. But, um, Kickstart. Yeah, some old man sold some old man sold it to me for six hundred bucks, and I just flipped it real fast. But it was it was a badass bike, and I should have kept it. But I'm not really into Harley's like that. Yeah, what's your uh, what would your dream bike be? Oh, if I had a dream bike like right now, I would just get like a Kawasaki H2R just to fucking be fast as shit and do dumb shit on. Supercharged inline four, two hundred horsepower, and they sound great. I'm gonna look, look that great. up because I'm an idiot. What is it? A Kawasaki H2R. They're supercharged inline fours. You know, Kawasaki actually just bought uh, B motor or bi motor. I'm not. Oh, that I, thing's I stupid. Yeah, I actually don't know how you pronounce B motor or bi motor, but Kawasaki just bought that company, so they're putting that motor in some crazy chassis that has a. You know, double swing arm oh, suspension. You failed to mention it's the fastest production speed superbike to date. Yeah, it's fast as shit. Hits over two hundred and forty nine miles per hour. Jesus. So that that's I've ridden, tunnel vision, so dude. That's a H. I think that yeah, that's the H two R. So the the original is the H one, um, and that's the seven fifty triple two stroke. And I've ridden one of those back at one back at my old job, and those things haul ass. They call them the Widowmakers. And that's probably still one of the fastest bikes that I've ridden today next to my brother. Yeah, there's like a uh, Mach 3. Well, it's, yeah, it's called the, H, it's just H1. the H1, and, H1 and H2. And I've ridden, I've ridden an H2. And it's, it's fucking stupid. Next to my brother's Jixer 1000, it's one of the fastest bikes I've ever ridden. It's, it's Damn, like that thing really, looks crazy. Really fast. <laughs> I couldn't imagine going 250 miles an hour on a bike. Yeah. I'd have to be on a track. You can't even look down, that. dude. No, not at all. You can't do anything. What's the fastest you've gone? 155. 155. Yeah. That's a little much. That was on a 900. Fastest I've gone. You ready for this? Uh, Full, a whopping 80 miles an hour. Ooh, pushing. I know, dude. Savage. You just you just like to cruise, though. With But that was with... I, I found out later on after I got home from doing that, that was when I bought the Savage, that there's a little window, you know, where you can check the oil. And yeah. I thought I thought the oil was, was full. But then I realized the next day that he had spray painted the engine. Oh, no. So it wasn't full. It was just black spray paint. I drove that yeah. thing home with no oil. God damn. You better change oil in it. I did the other day. You'd be proud of me. I did that my, my first time. It was black. Yeah. But is it shiny at all? It was glistening. Oh, fuck. Hopefully there's not any metal fragments in there. Who knows? So, I, I mean, I know it'll t- probably take a couple times, a couple oil changes before it's, you know, good. Yeah. But, yeah, I thought that was funny. Like I, I was like, oh, yeah, the oil's good. And then uh, there's absolutely no fucking oil in there at all. Yeah, that's, that's probably about one scary. of the worst things you can do to a bike. Absolutely. Run it with no oil. <laughs> That'll fuck one up. I mean, really, any motor, that's the worst thing you can do is run it with no oil. 
So what do you, what do you think in the diag- diagnosis is on, on the carbs I sent you? Um, definitely no gas flow to the left one. I'm thinking the, uh, I don't know, fuel like tube in between them is clogged up. The little, like the little the, blue tube. No, the blue tube is fine. That's just for air. It's like a metal round cylinder. Oh that yeah. Yeah. Connects, yeah. That connects them both. That actually flows the gas in between, in between the float needles. It's, it's what it, it's what it, uh, connects. So the carb that was getting gas, that one was pretty fucking dirty. And the float needle in there is how it flows gas to the other carburetor. You know, it fills up this carb and then it flows Goes gas to the, to the other, other one. carb. And yeah, so on and so forth. And the one that was even getting gas, it's super fucking dirty to even get down to that one gas tube. So I'm thinking it's just real crammed up. So I'm going to just spray it out with hella compressed air. And then vapor blasting at work and... Start should there. be good to go. And then the accelerator pump, you said, or the accelerator pump rod. Yeah, dude, your accelerator pump rod was snapped on the on the right pole as well. I don't know how the fuck that happened. Mm. So that means that one was that, even working. Yeah, I mean, it's, uh, the accelerator pump was never working for sure. Maybe it was the dude who rebuilt Honda it. Honda Tim. First. Shout out Honda Tim for fucking me over. Yeah, right on Honda Tim. You, you're, <laughs> you're really good at working on car raiders. God damn, dude. I mean it. So do you have a, did you have questions or anything? Did you have anything that you wanted to ask? What are you thinking? I figured we do, you know, this one. So you've you've never crashed a motorcycle? No. Um, No, just an ATV. And that was because I thought someone called my name while I was in the woods. And I turned around and then I smashed into a tree and I cracked two ribs. Oh shit! Which That's I l- I learned that that is the stupidest thing you can ever do is turn around while you're yeah, driving anything on a, on a motor. Yeah. <laughs> so nobody was in the woods, and it wasn't mine. I think it was like a a friend's my friend's dad's, and I had to drive it back all fucked up, and they didn't even care that I was hurt at all. What uh, you watch what uh, what motorcycle shows you watch on YouTube? Uh, have you seen, I think it's Bike Shed? Yeah, definitely. Bike Shed MC. Yep. I fuck with that. That like really, really, really got me into everything. I think that, honestly, I like Unaffiliated. Yeah, yeah. Fuck yeah. Those guys are cool. Shout out them and Lane Split Boulevard. Shout out them. They're hella funny. Those guys are always fucking eating. I know. It's the greatest. It's the fucking greatest. All the time. I always see that. Yeah, yeah, their, their vlogs funny. are more about, like, food. Oh, dude, yeah, I was telling my girl. She's fucking sitting right next to me, but, yeah. I was telling my girl because they, shout out, fucking unaffiliated. They just dropped some video about making stuffed jalapenos. Everybody should go watch it. You go on YouTube, <laughs> look up unaffiliated, watch your stuffed jalapeno video. That shit looks bomb. We're going yeah, those... to make them shits. We're going to make them shits tonight because that shit looks are you really? fire. So. Yeah, dude, they look bomb in the video and they kill it. So everything else they do in their fucking videos is fire. So why not try their stuff style paint recipe? You know who I think has, I'm sure you've seen his bike. Let's see if you know who I'm talking about. It's like the real AOJ. AOJ. No, I actually don't know who you're talking about. If you go on Instagram, it's, uh, I can't, I think it's the real AOJ. He's got that, the Honda, AOJ. that Honda uh, Shadow. You've seen it. It's everywhere on Instagram. 
The real AOJ. It's that 2000 oh, Honda Shadow. Oh, this one. Yeah, money yeah, bag. Yeah. yeah. That's cool. Yeah, I like it. I like it a lot. That kind of like inspired me. It's just fucking clean and it sounds good. It's got that gurgle. Yeah, he's got like those look like like nice like titanium pipes. Blah, 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 like they're fucking stainless idiot. But maybe they are stainless. I'm like, why does my bike not sound like that? And then you told me it's what? a single fool you're no. dumping. <laughs> no, not that one. The Honda, my Honda. And I'm like, oh, now I know oh. why it doesn't sound like it's gurgling because there's no fucking gas getting to it. Yeah, there's no gas. You're running on one cylinder. Dude, I think must have run like shit. Did oh, it man. It did and it didn't. There was days where it did. And I mean, I guess the days that it ran like shit, it didn't run at all. Yeah, like it, there's no way that it turned on or like, no, nah, I mean, maybe <laughs> it turned on, but I don't know, dude. Because this one carb that, that was even getting gas is pretty fucked up. Like, yeah. I mean, just no I mean is it worth just one. getting new carbs? No, no, no. You can salvage them. I've done worse. Yeah. Cool. I've done way worse. These are These are good. Yeah, man. Well, I think we're coming up on an hour. I think basically it was a good little intro. People can get yeah, you know, totally. a little backstory on us. And like we told people, we don't really have a plan with this. We're kind of just winging it. And maybe, maybe no we'll, plan. we'll come up with some sort of themes here and there and, you know, have people to talk to or, or certain things. Maybe we can even do a poll on, on Instagram and see what people want to want to hear or what they don't ever want to fucking hear us talk about again. Yeah, exactly. Maybe they're just going to tell us to shut the fuck up. Maybe we'll never do another one. Again. Yeah, exactly. Maybe <laughs> nah, the first and the last. I like okay. it. I'm I'm all about it, dude. Fuck it's it's a growing process, yeah. and you know, yeah. I think it gives people something. If you don't like this, you're lying because you listen this far. Yeah, so fuck you. Exactly, exactly. Well, dude, yeah. I'm glad. I'm glad we got this done. Anything else? Or are you gonna go make your jalapeno uh, poppers? I'm gonna go make this fucking jalapeno poppers. Cool. Well, yeah, dude. All right, dude. Hit me up, man, and Talks- uh. Yeah, dude. I'll send I'll send you some pictures of these carbs. For sure. Thanks everybody. Thanks for listening. We'll be back yeah, soon and uh keep it wide fucking open. Definitely. Later, bro. Later.